Nikki, and welcome to 1991 Movie Rewind mini-episode. This is our first mini-episode, and hopefully not the last. And it's just me solo this time. I mentioned back in our second episode about the movie Naked Gun 2.5, The Smell of Fear, that I was very interested to know the musical career of Colleen Fitzpatrick, a.k.a. Vitamin C. And I was just very flabbergasted to find that she was in in this movie. And I also mentioned in that episode, if you haven't listened, please go back to episode two. I do a brief one to two minute mention about Vitamin C's first band that she was in called Eve's Plum and how she became what is known as vitamin C. And then I also was wondering how she came from grunge star to this pop star. It was just, uh, you know, it boggled my mind and I really needed to do a deep dive. So I sort of did. This is more of a medium dive. Let's see. So I searched for vitamin C, but obviously I got, you know, the literal vitamin. So I also searched by Colleen Fitzpatrick. I found a couple articles and I found two articles that I'm going to go back and forth and read where I got the most information. And they are literally called what happened to vitamin C which is exactly what I want to know. These articles are around, they were released around the time of 2019. One is a Vice article and another is from Bustle. So let's begin our journey into vitamin C, aka Colleen Fitzpatrick's career in life. Colleen Fitzpatrick was born in 1972 in Old Bridge, New Jersey. Fitzpatrick was the youngest of three children born to a legal secretary, which that makes my heart grow three sizes. That's so cute, and I love it. And a communications exec. Her most noteworthy anecdote is that she went to high school with the writer Juno Diaz. In high school, she really wanted to be a dancer. She was taking dancing classes and honed on her dancing skills. She was in some local TV ads. So, you know, I think she really wanted to get into the arts and acting. It didn't really say, I didn't really find out, you know, if this was what she wanted to do, but I'm assuming this is what she wanted to do because... She's very adamant about this, especially in high school. And she was also a writer in her high school newspaper. Her big break came when she starred in the film Hairspray. So this is the original Hairspray from 1988, directed by John Waters. And if if anyone has not seen that movie, please watch that movie. It's great. She played the antagonist, Amber Von Tussle. She was the 
you know, the blonde kind of snooty girl opposite Ricky Lake's Tracy Turnblatt. And her parents were Sonny Bono and Debbie Harry, which is amazing to work with. That's, I'm jealous. She was 16 at this point, and it said that she missed her high school prom, which I'm assuming her junior prom. So after that, rather than staying in Hollywood to continue acting, Fitzpatrick decided to go back to school. She attended NYU, where she lived in the same dorm as Sarah Silverman. Fitzpatrick graduated with a BA in English in 1991. So at this point, she's 19. So, I mean, is she a prodigy? She started college at 17, 16, 17, and then in 91? I'm not sure if this is, you know, I'm getting all this information from, you know, these two articles and also Wikipedia and IMDb's. I'm not 1000% sure, you know, that she graduated in 91. After that, after her graduation and getting that BA in English, she started her band, which we all know and love, that I know and love, as Eve's Plum, with a college friend by the name of Michael Koch. I'm going to name or mention Michael Koch later on, so keep that name in mind. The group's name was Eve's Plum, which is a twist on the actress who played Jan Brady in The Brady Bunch. And they quickly got a record deal where Fitzpatrick was the lead singer and she was also writing these songs. And her friend Michael was the drummer. They found two other friends and they recorded the tracks I Want It All, which is my favorite on the album Envy, Blue, and Jesus Love You, Not As Much As I Do, which I have read while doing this research that that was a very controversial song at the time. I would also like to add that, I mean, these people are, she's lucky that she's formed this band and then immediately gets signed for a recording contract. That's Also, just, this is blowing my mind as I'm reading this. And I hope it's blowing everyone else's minds. (laughs) Eve's Plum toured independently through 91 and 1992. The band signed a recording contract with Sony Records in 1992. Their debut album, Envy, was produced by Roger Greenawalt and released in 1993. The group's debut album failed to chart in the Billboard 200, The first single, Blue, was also released in 1993. It was shown on an episode of Beavis and Butthead. I vaguely mentioned this in our second episode, but it did not chart in the Billboard Hot 100. The band's second single, Die Like Someone, also failed to make an impact, and the album's third single, I Want It All, which is, again, my favorite on that album. The three... You know, Blue, Die Like Someone, and I Want It All were the three best songs on the album. And I don't know why they made I Want It All the third single, because that should have been the first. I Want It All became 
the only single of their career to chart. It's been one week on the modern rock chart at number 30. It was also featured in the film The Next Karate Kid. I have not seen The Next Karate Kid in so long that I barely remember if that song was in it. And I'm going to guess it was during like a montage scene where Hillary Swank is like, you know, learning karate. Or, or, you know, she's starting to hone her skills in karate. This is my guess. In 1994, Eve's Plum released the I Want It All Alive EP, and that was a limit release. In 1995, Eve's Plum recorded the single I for the soundtrack to the film Higher Learning. Also, I've seen that movie, but it's been so long since I've seen it. And that band appeared in the film performing the song during a carnival scene, I'm, I'm guessing. It's been a while. All I know is that John Singleton directed it. And I remember Omar Epps and Christy Swanson being in it. And I remember it took place on a college campus. The group's second album, Cherry Alive, was released in September 1995. The first single released from that album was, this is the controversial song, Jesus Loves You, but not as much as I do. I'm going to assume that everyone knows why it was controversial just by, you know, the title. I think it it just became known as not as much as I do. The single also failed to chart. Although three more singles were released from Cherry Alive, which include Wishing the Day Away, Cherry Alive, and Fairy Princess, none of those singles were successful for the band, and their label 550 Music decided to drop the group in 1996. Shortly before being dropped by their label, after a promotional tour for Cherry Alive, they returned to their home of New York to write new songs for what would have been their third album. In the summer of 96, they wrote a few new songs and performed a show in Albany, New York. That show was recorded and released as Eve's Plum Live in Albany. And apparently reading from all this, it is extremely rare and it is unknown if any copies still exist of this live show. It's probably on eBay for a hundred dollars. <laughs> Look at that. I'll see if I can find it. And if it is on eBay, eBay I'll, I want to see how much it is. They continued to perform after being dropped by their label. They did a cover of Save a Prayer, a Duran Duran song on a 1997 Duran Duran tribute album. And I did not know that Duran Duran had a tribute album for them. And I'm curious to listen and see what the other bands and other cover versions of their songs were made. The group decided to disband right afterwards in 1998. And this is now the renaissance of... Colleen Fitzpatrick, now known as Vitamin C. Her self-titled debut studio album was released in 1999, and it reached number three on the U.S. Heat Seekers chart and number 29 on the Billboard 200 chart. 
Vitamin C's second album, More, was released in 2001. Her most successful single, Graduation, reached number two in Australia and number four in Ireland, as well as number 12 on the U.S. pop charts and number 38 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Vitamin C also had success with the singles Smile, Me, Myself, I, and The Itch. She was also an actress besides doing the movie Hairspray and obviously Naked Gun Two and a Half. She was in the Mambo Kings, Higher Learning, which I've mentioned before with her band Eve's Plum, Just Cause, High School High, Liar Liar, Dracula 2000, Get Over It, and My Ex-Girlfriend's Wedding Reception. She played a vampire victim in Wes Craven's Dracula 2000, which also I have... I saw that movie, but it's been so long that I'm going to have to go back and find this because I'm very curious to see her role in that. And then she teamed up with Cisco to cover Earth, Wind, and Fire's song September for the team rom-com Get Over It. And I listened to that song and it's very interesting. Their twit, I mean... It's not a very over-the-top cover. It's just a very basic, funny video, and it makes me laugh that she teamed up with Cisco to do an Earth, Wind, and Fire song. (laughs) I'm going to have to include these videos on the website, which is 1991moviewrewind.com. Vitamin C had her own doll which was released by Mattel in 2000 and it was the first doll to have a belly button. I'm gonna have to look this up because I am very curious to see this. I'm wondering if it looks like you know a gem doll that you know stature but with a belly button ring and I wonder if the belly button ring is removable or if it's just a plastic ring that's just a part of her skin you know I'm gonna try and find photos and then we are gonna see if we can put this on the website I'm gonna have to make notes of what I have said should be on the website she also had her own Tommy Hilfiger lipstick color after the follow-up album of 2001's more she failed to duplicate her initial success. She was so she was dropped by Electra Records, which ugh. This woman has had uh, her career is just up and down and like a total roller coaster. But she, this woman also snaps back so quickly. She's like a businesswoman. <laughs> she she knows what she wants and she gets it and I love this. Although she found a home at a new label, her next promotional singles didn't perform and a third album was shelved entirely. Here we go again, just more up and down. Fitzpatrick quietly... So during all this time, like I said before, keep that name in mind. Fitzpatrick was quietly dating her Eve's Plum bandmate, Michael Koch, and they eventually got married in 2004 and I believe she is still married to him. She started two production companies and in 2007 
She assembled the girl group The Stunners, which launched the career of Haley Kiyoko. Haley is known... She was in the most recent gem... Well, I guess the live-action Gem in the Holograms movie that was released in 2015. I have yet to see it. I'm curious to see it. I've heard not great things, but I love Gem. I love the holograms. It's still on Netflix. Maybe I'll watch it one of these days. In 2005, she co-wrote the song We Are Gonna Happen for Emma Roberts, which I'm... All Once again, I am beyond flabbergasted. I did not know that Emma Roberts was A, a singer first. So that was on the album Unfabulous for Emma Roberts. Vitamin C is credited as one of the writers of Let's Get Crazy, which was released to Radio Disney as a promotion for the movie Hannah Montana, the movie, back in 2009. Okay. So, around, okay, around this 2005 to now, I do not know anything about any Nickelodeon or Radio Disney songs. I was in my mid-twenties, and at that time, I was not into this music. I listened to these songs recently, and, you know, they're fine, they're catchy, they're good. I was just, you know, in the mid-2000s, I was not listening to this. I stopped watching Nickelodeon and the Disney Channel in the late 90s. And then in my mind, once I stopped listening to, or once I stopped watching those channels, it was like as if Nickelodeon just never existed to me anymore. But I know that there are shows that became so famous like Drake and Josh I'm assuming and iCarly etc Hannah Montana that's all that's Disney I know but same thing uh, Nickelodeon and Disney it, once I was in my late teens I was like checked out of both of those channels also in two th- okay we're going back also in 2009 she wrote the song One and the Same for Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato, which was featured in the Disney Channel original movie Princess Protection Program. Once again, in 2009, I am in my late 20s. I am definitely not watching this movie or heard of it. I know who Selena Gomez is now and Demi Lovato. I love them both. I like the songs that they have released recently. Um, never even heard of this movie. And <laughs> I am showing my age. But if anyone has seen or heard these songs or know of these shows that I'm talking about, please let me know. Email us at 1991movierewind at gmail.com. In 2012, Fitzpatrick was dubbed VP of Music for the Children's TV Network. She supervises the management of all of Nickelodeon's musical content, as well as that of its subsidiaries, cable channels like Teen Nick, 
in addition to A&R and Nickelodeon artists. Some of the artists formerly include in this league are Victoria Justice, Miranda Cosgrove, and Ariana Grande. This woman is a business woman. <laughs> she knows her stuff. She, she has been rock bottom to all the way to the top now. She clawed her way to become the VP of music for the younger, for the, this young generation, for the young millennials, older Gen Z crowd, I'm assuming. I mean, if anyone listening is from that age range, please email me and be like, hey lady, let me tell you how it is. And let me tell you all about vitamin C in my eyes. I couldn't find too much after the year 2012, but I did see that in one of the articles that as of 2019, when the articles were published, that she is now living in LA with her husband. She is now in her late 40s and she keeps a low profile. She does not have any social media, which I was trying to find, no Instagram or Twitter or anything like that. And I greatly applaud her for that. I love that she keeps it on the down low and she's just chilling in LA with her VP money from Nickelodeon. And that is the life of Colleen Fitzpatrick. Per my medium dive, it's not exactly a deep dive, but I did what I could and I found some great info and I am now happier and lighter for it. So John and I would like to do more mini episodes, possibly here and there, sprinkle it in every once in a while. I'm thinking of just doing random, I'm going to call them medium dives, not deep dives, of random artists. Maybe if I come across another person that I really need to know their life and career, I might do this again. Or if anyone has any ideas, let us know. You can reach us at 1991moviewind at gmail.com. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Letterboxd as 1991MovieRewind. Our website is 1991MovieRewind.com. Please rate, review, subscribe. I would love to hear from someone. Just if you have iTunes or Apple, I would love to see a review. We have a couple and if you can give any stars, please give us some stars. I know people beg for five stars. I would love that, yes. But, you know, give us constructive criticism. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You can do it through a, a review or you can send us an email. Other than that, that's all I have. And thank you for listening. Thank you.